Hey, good afternoon, everyone. Happy Saturday to you all. Welcome to another uh, podcast of the Daily Mind. Um, already through the weekend. <laughs> Sometimes it goes so fast. Um, how's everyone's day going? Hopefully all is well. Um, yeah, just making it th- making it through day by day. That's all I can uh, basically tell you. All right. So, hey, um, today's episode, getting right into it. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, roommates. Today's episode is going to be on uh, roommates. Um, so I did an episode way, way back when um, about, you know, older adults, older kids, whatever, moving back in with their parents. So it's funny. I was watching the news earlier, and this was actually re- was reported on Fox, where um, there are more adults moving back in with their parents, but also now the trend of their parents charging their kids rent. So they did a statistic and it seemed as if like it's almost split. Um, Parents are allowing their adult kids to move back in and then some are allowing them to move back in under one condition and that would be to pay rent. So, I mean, who really wants to move back home, right? So sometimes you might have to resort to uh, a Craigslist ad or something that maybe someone who is also trying to get by is trying to look for a roommate, okay? Now, I personally, I when I was younger, I was bouncing from place to place, but never really roommates. It was like family, whatever the case is. But um, that seems to be the way to go. And then when all else fails, I guess you have no choice but to move back home. But, you know, roommates, right? It seems everybody needs a little help. And when applying to be a roommate or looking for a roommate, it's more of a, a mutual agreement of sorts where you guys, are, you know, you're helping each other out um, in a sense, right? So somebody with an apartment is having a rough time paying rent. They have an extra room available. They put something out there like, hey, I'm looking for someone to move in, you know, blah, blah, blah. I charge you this much either uh, a month or a week. You know what I mean? That seems to be a thing too, uh, renting a room for a week or whatever the case is. Um, but yeah, roommates, right? It's never easy. And, you know, nowadays you have to be a um, – you have to screen a little bit, be a little careful. Because, you know, when you're um, inquiring about a roommate, you're moving in, you're moving somebody in that you have no knowledge of who they are, okay? So you want to make sure that well, whoever you move in, um, they have a good head on their shoulders. They're working, most importantly working, because how else? You're not going to let them uh, move in for free. You're gonna, they're going to have to pay their way. So you want to make sure they're working. Uh, you want to make sure they, they're – I mean, some people now, they do credit checks. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. You know, it's a bit much, but in this day and age, you got to make sure somebody pay their their fair their fair share. So you look back into like if they're working, if they're good people, like you know when you when you uh, get a roommate, you're not going to know everything about them. Okay, you just want to make sure at the moment that they can pay the rent and they're not crazy. You know what I mean? And then it's like when you do have a roommate, you know the pe- the type of people that they bring in because when you have a roommate, they are it's almost like a split fifty fifty. So they got just as much of realm of the house or the apartment than you do. So, you know, it's a matter of who they bring over to the house and all this other stuff. And then so on and so on and so on. Now, don't get me wrong. The roommate thing is great. It does work out for quite a few people. Um, okay. And then what also like inspired this episode was it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Um, I'm currently binge watching the hell out of this show. Leaves me in fucking stitches. So like Charlie and, um, you know, Whatchamacallit, Danny DeVito's character, I'm having a blank, uh, they share a room together and it's super awkward. And then Mac and Dennis, they share a room together. You know what I mean? So it's like you can build quite a quite of a uh oh, that's the character. Dan, I'm sorry, Danny DeVito's character, Frank. 
Frank. Okay, now I'm back online. Okay, so you could build some crazy adventures and stories with your roommates, and then some roommates' um, stories are a disaster. Because, you know, not everything is going to go well in your favor. You might find that one person who just smoke weed all day, uh, bring all types of company over, leave the house a mess, don't clean up, don't even put food in the fridge. It's crazy. And then, you know, in the military, um, if you're a single soldier, you have the unfortunate bout of um, being in the barracks with a roommate. And the way that's structured is, and you get somebody on a random, of course, it's never somebody you want to pick. And you get somebody on a random, and of course, you guys got separate rooms, and then you share a common area in the bathroom and stuff like that. And believe me, uh, doing room inspections is never fun. And of course, I've heard many horror stories, even from the guys under me, of the roommates um, that they had to deal with. And it's unfortunate. You know what I mean? You just luck of the draw, I guess. So, of course, me being me, I search online for a good article or a list of like the most horrible roommate stories. Because unfortunately, it's not always going to go good. There's always a story. And you know what? Maybe uh, some of you who are listening to this podcast may take note of this or may have experienced something like this before in the realm of either being applying for a to be a roommate or, excuse me, you looking for one to kind of fill that void. All right. So I went on, what the hell is this? BuzzFeed. Um, now I found something that was published last June, June 1st to be exact. And they did an article on the 17 roommate horror stories that'll leave you wondering how they ever dealt with it. Or even maybe that they should have just made it on their own anyway. Like just said, fuck it. Why, why did I even bother? Um, so it says, starting it off, it says recently we asked Buzzfeed community to tell us their worst roommate horror story. And, well, they shared some stories that will make you appreciate only having to deal with the roommate who forgets to change the toilet paper roll. Now, how annoying is that? I mean, it's almost as crazy as and and inconsiderate as leaving the last gulp of milk or orange juice. How dare you? Just go buy another one. Or if the roll of tissue is almost done, just use it and then replace it. Can't be that hard, right? All right, so I'm going to start from number 17. I'm going to start from the bottom. Uh, of this, uh, what the hell is going on here? Of this fantastic, oh, having a little bit of a, hmm, interesting. Hold on one second, folks. I'm having a little bit of a technical difficulty here. I don't know what the hell happened. I had a list and then the list just uh, magically disappeared. Now, to get ready for this, because I'm pretty sure some of you, if not one of you, or whoever's listening to this uh, podcast, has dealt with this maybe more than once. Okay, so number 17 on this list of roommate horror stories is this one number 17 um okay it looks like it i uh, actually i'm gonna start from number one because of the way the way it's structured what the hell is going on with this this site it's so it's so slow and buggy it's just because maybe all these stupid ads hopefully i don't get a virus or some shit it's just a really buggy um thing we go on so it seems like i'm gonna have to just take this page a little slow Okay, I do apologize, but you know, BuzzFeed, I, I know what I know a website all too well, so I figure I use it. Um, number one, we'll start from number one. The roommate with the sketch boyfriend. Okay, ladies, you probably have had a roommate where their boyfriend you had some questions, but remember I said also it's one of those things you have to like 
sort of be concerned about is the company that your roommate brings. So this woman shared a story, right? Now, each one is a story. It says, I had a roommate who dated a guy who stole our landlord provided AKA free flat screen TV and sold it for an ounce of weed. When my other roomie and I found out, we asked our landlord to terminate her lease immediately. She ended up coming back with her boyfriend and a gang of people and burglarized the entire building. Three apartments, fun times. I'm telling you, there's got to be a screening and vetting process to the people you 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 want to be your roommate because you'd be surprised how often something like that actually happened. Number two, the feuding roommates. Okay, and it's always something. It could be something small and trivial as makeup or toothpaste or just not putting the toilet seat down. Uh, this story here, it says, in my junior year of college, I moved into an off-campus apartment with two girls who were far closer friends with each other than me. Well, at least until the summer before we moved. They apparently got into a huge fight about a guy that led to physical blows and never told me, but still had to be roommates because of the lease we signed. Now, just imagine um, being stuck with someone like that. You know what I mean? Because there's legal complications to lease. You know, that's that's a signed, sealed, delivered, binding contract. You know, you can't just boot somebody off and they take you to court. So it's kind of like either there's got to be a mutual agreement somewhere or you're just stuck with this person. Okay, that means you, you really just got to read the fine print. Um, and also, there's more of a continuation here. It says, uh, they would torture each other throughout the year, and I was the unfortunate bystander caught in the crossfire. I remember driving home one day, noticing a very nice-looking bed in the dumpsters I pass each day, and wondering, who would throw out such a nice bed? I get into my apartment and notice that the walls were all scuffed up, and one of my roommates was missing her bed. Yep, the other roommate got some of her friends and tossed her bed into the dumpster. Looking back on it, I don't even know how I made it through that year. Jeez, I don't even know how the hell you made it through that year. Just just you being the, the, the middle person, the referee, the spectator, the person that is unfortunately in the situation, in the middle of it anyway. All right, number three, the cliche bad roommate, of course, right? Now, the cliche bad roommate can be a bad roommate for a lot of reasons. Okay, let's see what this story has to say. Um, this person wrote, a couple of years after college, I lived in a house with two other girls. One I had known from high school. The other was 10 years younger than us. The younger roommate must have not known how to live with others because she had the standard bad roommate etiquette of stealing our food, especially my cookie dough, and not helping with the trash, recycling, or lawn mowing. She also initially put her dirty dishes outside her bedroom door as if she wanted us to clean them. When we told her to clean them, she hid them in the oven. That's that's a dirty bird right there. That's some shit I got to see in the barracks. Just the, the, the dirtiest shit you could think of. That right there is one of them. Now, again, like when you when you're the roommate or you have a roommate, you there's got to be some boundaries set. There has to be some laws. There have to be some rules set on day zero of acceptance. Like, OK, hey, we have we can create a schedule, a buddy system or something where, OK, I take care of this and you take care of that. And then we reverse switch and then go back. You would think. But you got to also understand some of the people that you may have as a potential roommate has had maybe a crazy upbringing where they had their parents do everything for them. And you get that. All right. Number four, the roommate who has fun with pepper spray. Now, why would you be messing around with pepper spray in the house? Well, let's find out. It says once after coming back from class, I opened the door and immediately started tearing up and coughing. Turns out she and her friend were drinking and thought it would be fun to pepper spray the entire room. 
All the sheets had to been changed because they sprayed it directly on my bed for some reason. I had to camp out in my friend's room until the next day. She ended up cleaning everything, but still, who does that? You'd be surprised what a little alcohol can do. Now, that could have been so much worse. But this is a new one, pepper spray. I don't know why would you pepper spray an entire room. I mean, but just think you've been spared from probably much, much worse these two could have been doing to this place. And of course, who this one is a classic one right here. This next one, number five. Okay, who did who doesn't have the naked roommate, the nudist roommate? It started with the super long hair extensions that shed all over our shared bedroom and clogged our shower drain. She refused to clean it because there was no way of knowing whose hair it was, other than the fact that our hair were different colors and lengths. Then came the naked yoga in our bedroom and naked cooking. It was horrible. But the thing that ultimately got me to fight my housing contract and move out, I came back from a short holiday to find her in bed eating my cookie butter from the jar with a fork. Don't know why her using a fork over a spoon makes it worse, but it does. But can you imagine you walk in a house and your roommate is sitting there eating tomato sauce and Doritos, like taking the Doritos and dipping it in the tomato sauce as an appropriate dip, and they're sitting there watching TV? What do you do in a situation like that? I, I don't even know what to do in a situation like that. The nude, like, okay, man, if you're a nudist, you're a nudist, right? Who doesn't? I mean, sometimes I walk around my house naked, but I live with my wife. I don't have like random ass people living here. So if I did, I wouldn't be doing that. But when you're with a roommate or you live in somebody else's apartment, you got to have boundaries unless you're both into that kind of thing or they allow you to do so. Maybe all day at a particular times, but come on, man. That's the last thing you want to see is something like that. It's super unexpected. All right, number six, the roommate who was malicious for the sake of being malicious. Uh, this person wrote quite a few examples of malicious behavior here. It says, too many to count, a few of the best to include. Use my salad bowl and ladle to mix concrete. Broke every single piece of glassware I own. Threw out an unopened Amazon box that contained my Christmas present from my brother. Let my indoor cat out on purpose multiple times. Dented my car bumper. Dropped a pizza box so the pizza landed face down on the ground and then left it there for two days. And finally, never apologize for any of the mentioned incidents. That sounds like a, just a complete asshole. But for somebody to exhibit such behavior... This person here had to like egg that on. And even then, it's still no excuse for some dumb shit like that. Like getting rid of the cat. Obviously, the cat must have been a bother to this person. So they had to eliminate it somehow. And then the pizza box is probably like a sign of a uh, of a stance or just some sort of disagreement. Either way, it's extremely childish. It's, it's very, very childish. And then what the hell are you mixing concrete with a salad bowl and a ladle? That's a, that's a roommate from hell. Oh, that would have been over. That would have been over. All right, number seven, the roommate who decided to do some demo. Oh, here we go. I once had a roommate who moved into a townhouse with me that I already been living in for about a year. My other roommates had graduated and moved out. I came home one day to find that he had ripped his entire bedroom window out so that he could fit an air conditioner in it and fill the rest of the opening with plywood. The condo association called to complain faster than I could say what the fuck. Yeah, come on. Come on now. Those condos associations, those HOAs, they don't play that shit. You don't sit there and make modifications unless they know about it. And you know they're going to do it their way. They're not going to have you just do it yourself. But can you, Im you imagine that? And then guess who probably had to pay it? 
not the roommate that did the demo, but the person that is renting or leasing the place. So yeah, that's um, crazy. Number eight, the roommate who used an epilator. Oh, I had moved to a big city and had a friend. She said wanted to move there too. I told her to do so and that she could stay with me until she found her own place. Anyway, I used the epilator to get rid of my leg here. I usually lay a towel down on the bathroom floor, and when I'm done, I shake the towel out the window. It's only leg hair. She decided she wanted to try to epilate instead of shave. I told her the machines can be pricey, so she's welcome to use mine to see if some see if it's something she'd like to invest in. I come home and go to the kitchen. There's pubes everywhere. Stuck to the wall, on the floor, everywhere. I told her to clean it up as soon as possible, as it as it where we eat our food and I was having people over for my birthday. She cleaned it up by sweeping the floor only when my friends put my birthday cake on the table, you could see the pubes merely inches away, stuck to the wall and lying on the table. Oh, and after all that, I found out she broke the epilator. I mean, with all that fucking hair, I can only imagine. Like, what was she, a, a wildebeest? Or a gopher or something? Like, she must have been something hairy. And come on now. The bathroom, that's the whole purpose of the bathroom. Like, why would your roommate or you know be shaving anywhere outside that bathroom door? Or even if you're in your separate room, hello, why would you be doing that in the most common area? I I I can't I can't figure out the psychology behind that. Maybe this person just felt they had way too much freedom. Whoo. Number nine, the roommate who committed identity fraud. Oh, yeah. Well, that happens quite a bit. Uh, this person says, stole another housemate's ID, opened a bank account in their name, stole a check from a housemate, and wrote it out to himself using the name on his fake account so he could put, so he could pin it on someone else. Thankfully, his plan didn't work because we were already getting suspicious of him. Our house was a lot happier after we kicked him out. Yes, I get it. You may have a trust for someone, but you need to put away sensitive mail, all that stuff. Keep that in your personal confined space. Don't leave it out on the table. Nothing. Because that the person that you have as a roommate may not do it, but also they may do it, especially when it comes to desperate times. Desperate times call for desperate measures, especially if like they can't come up with their portion of the rent. So they're going to do whatever it takes to make sure they get that rent. So just don't leave your personal stuff around at all. You get mail, just bring it in your room or whatever. Just don't leave it around. Uh, number 10, the roommate who was a really light sleeper. Where do I start? First, she went to bed at 7 p.m. every night and insisted on complete darkness and minimum noise. So she complained that the TV was too loud. It was on 12 out of 100. I basically, I basically didn't get to stay in my own room if I was sleeping too. If I wasn't sleeping too. Second, she rode horses and bought her disgusting riding boots inside the room rather than keeping them in her trunk. It smelled like a barn the whole year. Third, she hides Cheerios and peanut butter under her bed. So I wake up to the sounds of munching. What is this chick? What is your roommate like? Three years old? Cheerios and peanut butter under the bed? Number 11. <laughs> the roommate who needed to be potty trained. Well, this can't be good. An old roommate of mine would not flush the toilet. It's like he didn't know that it was possible to dispose of poop and pee by pulling a handle. Oh, and he would vomit almost every day and never once clean the poop stains he left on the toilet. That is bad. Come on now. Yeah, you gotta clean that up. You, that, you, you gotta clean it up. What? What? You you gotta wipe yourself. You did that. You clean it. I told you, some of these people are not house trained. They they come from places probably where their parents did everything for them to even include get their poop stains out the toilet. I'm not. Am I lying? Number twelve, the roommate with boundary issues. Okay, 
setting boundaries is cool, but it gets to a point when you start writing your name on everything, drawing lines around the house of what is whose and what side. Let's see this story. It says, my roommate from a few years back started off being the kindest, sweetest girl, but it turns out she had a lot of issues with boundaries. She would eat my food, wear my clothes, and borrow my stuff without my permission. She even took some of my clothes and my hair straightener to Europe with her for a month. But the final straw was when she drank two bottles of wine by herself, and I woke up at 3 a.m. to find her puking in my bed. Yeah, that would have been it right there. Like the like the taking my soap and the clothes and all that. You think that was enough, but you in my bed and you puked it, you're gone. I will find the way. And if you didn't sign any paper agreement, you out of there the same day. You out of there. You, you gotta get out of there. <laughs> Ooh, that's uh crazy. Uh number 14, the roommate who couldn't be bothered anymore. Uh, worst roommate I had. God, I have had a few. I think the one that makes that takes the biscuit is the girl I shared a house with in my second year of uni. She was hardly ever home, but insisted she needed the bigger room, despite her parents living round the corner and the fact that she stayed with them three quarters of the week. She told my partner I was seriously ill and was going to be hospitalized, which was a complete lie. Later, she forbid my partner from coming round the house at all. I'm telling you, you got to take your time. Oh, but there's more. It says, but the killer was when she smuggled sleeping pills into me against my will because she couldn't be bothered with me anymore. Safe to say I did not live with her for a very long time. And she tried to take you out? Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Mm-mm-mm. Better you than me. Number 15, the roommate who caused an allergic reaction. Now, you ever heard of a... Somebody being allergic to their roommates, it's possible. I mean, maybe because what they wear or what's on them. But, you know, let's see. It says, I knew my college roommate from high school and felt more comfortable living with someone I knew beforehand. She went wild and started partying and sleeping around with a bunch of guys. Once I woke up with her and some random guy in the bed next to me, luckily clothed at the moment. The bit that takes the cake, however, is when she put candy wrappers in my pillow of a candy I was allergic to. I have a pretty severe allergy. I woke up to I woke up for a full week with swollen face and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. Finally, I washed my sheets and the rapids came flying out. I never saw her do it and I can't prove it, but it was definitely her. I found a new roommate for the sophomore year. Oh man. So, you know, the roommate thing, you guys got separate rooms. Maybe perhaps when you're like the roommate's there and you're going, lock your room door. There's too much trust and confidence when it comes to this roommate thing. If I was living in somebody's house, whether I, the roommate or not, I'm locking my door. And if they tell me otherwise, then we got a problem because you're not going to just be going in the room whenever I'm not there because you get something like this that happens or some sort of uh, sabotage. And again, it's not always the people. It's like sometimes the, the people that you move in, the people you know is just as bad as the people you don't know. Because they're even more comfortable with you and figure they're going to let you let a lot of things slide. No. Just the same. You got to have boundaries moving in people that you know just like the people you move in that you don't know. All right. So let's see here. Got two more. Number 16, the roommate with a secret. Says here, oh, God, how long have you got? The worst one of many was probably the girl who it turned out was a hoarder. Rest of the house was fairly tidy, except she leave washing up in the sink for days okay annoying but could be worse then a horrible smell started coming from her room so my other housemate tried to go in while she was at work and oh my god 
You couldn't open the door more than an inch because it was piled up with literal garbage and it turned out she'd been eating and just leaving half-empty takeout containers in her room for months. They rotted and that was the smell. It was covered in flies. It was horrific. No idea how she managed to keep it secret so long and I hope she got the help she needed. But I was out of there by the weekend. So I, there's this thing where roommates, even in the barracks and stuff like that, when they have a really junky room like that, it could be a sign of a mental illness or a depression or whatever. I see it as just fucking lazy. That that to me is just awful. Yeah, there's some people that are going through it and they stay holed up in their room and no motivation, ambition to keep things clean. Everything just get tucked. Trust me, in the military, um, you former military listeners, you, you guys know when you did barracks room inspections, the shit that you'll find in some of these private rooms, even some of the NCO rooms too. Hey, there's some dirty ass NCOs too. It's not just the privates, but the things that you find, the stacked pizza boxes, clothes all over the place, just cigarette butts, beer cans especially all over the place was always just some sign of one or two things. This soldier is going through something, and this soldier is just a fucking dirty-ass person. But yeah, I don't even know, like, I would have been out of there. Totally. And this last one. And lastly, the roommate who was basically like control plus C. Control C. Uh, I once had a roommate who went all single white female on me we started out having completely different looks hobbies and beliefs etc but as time went by she started to sort of morph into a version of me and i'm not that interesting really fun fact she's now married to a guy i used to date ain't that some shit out of all the things that couldn't be the very worst thing but that is um a little creepy to say the least i mean well there you go i mean if that doesn't give you a, a reason to be a little easy, be a little bit more strict than when it comes to finding roommates. There it is right there. And, and, and look, there's nothing wrong with having a roommate. I think it's a cool, I think it's a very cool idea. I think you just have to be careful. And you're not going to know these people 100% completely. Okay. Even if you move in the friend that you've known all your life, you don't know, you may know that much about them. But the one thing you don't know about them really is how they live. And you will find out when they move in with you. Now, I'd say this, it's very important, very fundamental to read things when it comes to leases and contracts and stuff like that. You got to read that shit. And if you um, move a roommate or something in, you need to have it notarized, have it like an official fucking thing before they sign it. And they sign it, it is legal and binding. It is notarized. So any violation or whatever you, that's clearly on that paper, it, it has to go. It has to, you know, do it. Now, if you're just letting somebody just stay at your place for a little bit just to kick it, nothing long term, you know, you still need to set some rules and boundaries in place. Let's just say they just need a, a spot to hang for about a month, maybe two, nothing long term. OK, um, you got to lay those rules, too. Absolutely. You know, um, it was a point where I was bouncing around from place to place um, with family members and friends and they laid their rules out. And I, I did. I respected the rules. Hey, listen, it's your place. It's your house. They don't like the rules, out they go. It's that simple. They need you. You don't need them unless you need them because you're behind on your rent and you just need that extra source of income. But nonetheless, man, it's a hard time out there. People just need a roof over their head and a peace of mind, okay? Like, it is what it is. But you just got to be careful out there. Again, people you know and the people you don't know will surprise the hell out of you when they move into your place. And you'll see them in such a way of course, you've never seen them before. And that right there is where you just got to like take a take a step, take a pause, think about some shit. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to this podcast today. I, I actually did enjoy this one because uh, 
it's funny haha so yeah the roommates there you go all right so hey stay tuned for the next episode whenever that may premiere um again i just say whenever the next episode appears because i don't want to say tomorrow and tomorrow's not promised to anyone but also just simply like i might be busy tomorrow so yeah all right so hey thanks for listening enjoy the rest of your saturday please do so and um yeah just roommates you know you guys respect each other you know look out for each other but most importantly respect each other all right so hey thanks for listening to the daily mind have a great rest of your saturday and we'll do it again next time ciao